Welcome back to another episode of Lost in Translation. Miami Heat up 3-1 in the series against the Boston Celtics as they take it 112-109 last night. And Jason Tatum was the talk of this game as well as Tyler Hero. But I'll touch on Tatum going scoreless for 33 minutes and 39 seconds until he hit his first three-pointer with under seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Tatum was one for eight from the floor and one for five from three at that point. He was over and could not hit anything he was throwing up at that rim. He had three points, seven rebounds, and three assists. He did finish the game with 28 points all second half points that is with nine rebounds to add with four assists 10 for 22 from the floor perfect from the free throw line at four for four four of 11 from downtown one steal and three blocks in the loss to the Miami Heat who saw a different Tyler Hero emerge off the bench and Tyler Hero off the bench has helped the Heat outscore the Celtics bench 82 to 72 the heat bench their total output in scoring has been 103 in the four games hero has accounted for 82 of those points last night he went six for nine in the fourth three for six from beyond the arc three for three inside the arc he finished with 17 points in the fourth quarter five points in the third 11 in the second and four points in the first finishing with 37 of those key buckets that were needed down the stretch as tatum got hot late but were unable to make it past the three-point deficit it was 111 109 but they were unable to have that comeback mounted for those Boston Celtics. They lose and are down 3-1. And Miami has done this to not just the Bucks, but also swept the Indiana Pacers in the first round of the bubble off and are in the driver's seat once again. Boston outplayed the Celtics. Sorry, Boston outplayed the Miami Heat. Shot 48%. They were better from three at 14 for 40. Heat were 10 for 37. Free throws got to the line at 21. Heat there 27 times. Rebounding 46 to 40 in favor of the Boston Celtics. 28 assists. Steals, on the other hand, Miami Heat with nine compared to the three of the Boston Celtics. 19 turnovers compared to the eight that the Miami Heat coughed up. Just unbelievable on how ball control has been an issue for these Boston Celtics. The ability to score may not seem to be a problem, but the amount of turnovers that keep happening with Tatum six, Brown with four, Smart had four. 
they need to take care of the basketball to actually put together a game three. And that's the only blueprint they have for success going forward. One more loss, and they are out of the bubble off and will look back and see things as if their series was lost because of their mistakes mentally and what they did down the stretch every single time these games were close and they had the opportunity to push past the Miami Heat. The Heat have basically buckled in on defense and are doing it by committee. Tyler Hero off that bench has been the X factor for this entire series. Game number four, outscored 40 to 22. Game number three, 28 to 17. Hero with 22 of those 28 points. Games number one and two, Heat 19 to 17 in game one, 16 apiece in game two. Hero has been the leading scorer off the bench for the Miami Heat in this entire series. Wanamaker was that individual until Hayward came back in. But collectively, their bench production needs to take a notice and an onus on Hero and making him a non-factor when he's on the court. He's creating a lot of easy looks for himself by cutting without the basketball and also just moving around, finding his spots, being there on defense as well too. Whichever team plays better on the other side of the ball, which I said would win this series. Miami's defense has been everywhere it should be. And Boston's offense has disappeared when it needs to be there. And they haven't stepped up with their defensive presence at all and forced the Miami to be in uncomfortable situations. Game number three was the only wire-to-wire victory for the Boston Celtics. But... They need to figure things out quickly, or that will be what it was. A run, experienced, young team that may be a piece or two away with some veteran leadership to get them over that hump. But they still got a series to play, not counting them down and out. But the recipe for disaster and for these losses has been noted on the way they've been taking care of the basketball and how they've been unable to hold on defensively when they need to be playing on that side of the basketball. And they are looking at a tough sled uphill against those Miami Heat who have closed out every single time in this bubble off before. I know it's only been two series, but... Business is business. Butler, as he said, no kids involved. This is a business trip for him. And I think they've donned that big head coffee mentality going forward with that. Speaking of big heads, we have the matchup between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Denver Nuggets at 9 p.m. Series is two games to one. Lakers were playing with the amount of arrogance in game number three. Not rebounding the basketball, not being that defensive 
team that they've been throughout the first two games of the series. Yes, they did win game number two by a buzzer beater. And game three was a wake-up call for them collectively. They cannot be out-rebounded by a team they've been dominating on the glass. They've been using their size this whole entire series up until game number three. Dwight Howard, JaVel McGee, Davis combined for four free throws in that game, and they were outworked defensively. The pace of play was increased a lot by Denver. Jamal Murray was behind that, pushing the ball up and down the floor. Dwight Howard needs to start playing the defense. He was seen playing in game number one, rotating, and just being that three-time defensive player of the year that he was prior to his time now with the Lakers. There's no need for him to get inside of somebody's head. Dennis Rodman was the only person that could do that collectively and still be productive on the basketball court. Dwight is not that dude. Rodman was the only person to do that. And I think the Lakers get this game back on track, knowing what they did in game number three cannot be happy with that loss they can't be satisfied with the win in game number three and they understand the urgency to be the most dominating team on the court for 48 minutes do not allow denver to feel as if they can still be in this series but the nuggets are playing exceptionally well off the bench they're getting production morris porter jr Craig really starting to put their size at the perimeter in play. And yes, Jeremy Grant had a third quarter and went off against the Los Angeles Lakers, which they can't afford to have again. If you have Joker and you have Murray, they're going to get into what they got to get into. They're going to score, rebound, push the pace and get their points. But if the other guys that are looking for their offense off of their main two guys and they don't need to be looking for that because their offense has just been the, the only offense of the Denver Nuggets, then that's when things shift and change. You give those other guys time to rest, feed off the other energy of the individual, and when they need to be back into the game, they are rested and energized because now they know it's our time to take over. Lakers have to play a better defensive game back to what was their DNA throughout this entire playoff run they've been on thus far. But Denver is not afraid. They have no pressure, as they say. The Lakers, neither do they, but there's a lot of talk due to the fact that the Clippers are no longer in this bubble and the Denver Nuggets were the ones that took them out. And it should be an easier win, an easier way. But at the end of the day, you play this game to win and nobody goes into a series thinking they are going to lose. The Lakers need a wake-up call. I look for LeBron James and Anthony Davis to be really on their games a better bench performance overall and their defensive transition-wise, getting in the lanes, getting the steals, and being able to run and push 
the pace of play in favor of them is something we're going to see tonight. Denver has not got to go, doesn't have to go back into that lull. Let's get back into this game because we're down by so much. They showed us what they can do productively when they push the pace and play the way that they need to play. Let's see if they can duplicate game number three. Let's see if they're still hungry from that loss of game number two. And let's find out if the Lakers respond like they do to a loss with a victory convincingly in game number four. Jamal Murray, Joker, Davis, LeBron. This game can either make it the best out of three or look for that 3-1 series lead heading into a comfortable position for the Lakers or they can be uncomfortable going forward if the Denver Nuggets tie it up at two games apiece and make it the best out of three. That game takes place tonight at 9 p.m. Also have the WNBA game number three, Las Vegas Aces versus Connecticut Suns. It is one apiece in that series. I look for the same dominating performance from Asia Wilson. And let's see if the Connecticut Suns can put the bodies around to make her a passer and not a scorer and have other people on the Vegas Aces get involved in the offense and not run it through her. And if they're able to capitalize on easy turnovers and transition defense as they did in game number one. The surprise was over. Vegas responded with that fourth quarter push. But the gas was running out for the Connecticut Suns in that game. Look for them to be more aggressive throughout the four quarters of play. That game takes place at 9.30. The 7.30 tip-off is between the Minnesota Link and the Seattle Storm. And the buzzer beater at the end by Clark is not a recipe for success. I don't feel the Seattle Storm want going forward. Minnesota has the bodies to play with them defensively. I look for the Seattle Storm to play through Stewart, allow spreading of the offensive floor and working the ball around and getting into def the defense transition. They love to run. They love to move the ball around. And when they are assisting each other, they are a dangerous team. If Minnesota can prevent that and get them into more one-on-one -on -one isolations, it may be difficult, but the ball movement and the amount of turnovers of 16 last game by the Seattle Storm needs to be something that they dial down. Normally, they're well with taking care of the Rock. Second chance points and their fast break points need to be something that the Storm look to do. Minnesota played a great game. They can replicate that and come out with a win. They did what they needed to do, and they're similar to how the Denver Nuggets feel about the Los Angeles Lakers with they should have won that game one if not for that. So let's see how that team responds, the Minnesota Link Collier. Let's see what happens there if Jewel Lloyd can have another performance, which she did, and if Seattle can push the pace through Stewart, through Bird, Canada, 
Whitcomb and the gangrene itself. Storm versus the Minnesota Link at 7.30. That tips off the entire NBA slash WNBA bubble off. 7.30. And then 9.30 is the Vegas Aces versus the Connecticut Suns. But the LA Lakers versus the Denver Nuggets at 9 p.m. Let's see who shows, who grows, and which team is looking at a convincing lead or a series out of three. That's what it's going to come down to after tonight. We'll find out who wants this game more and who wants to put themselves closer to a completion of a series as well. Lakers, Nuggets, tonight, 9 p.m. Heat are up 3-1. Tyler Hero, 37 points. Just balling out off that bench and maintaining that energy for the loss. Sorry. Those Miami Heat, they go up 3-1 in that series. Once again, I'm Mr. VHS. This has been Lost in Translation. Mask up, be safe. Enjoy the night. I'll see you on the next one. Peace.